It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. See all the action from every game with full game replays. You can also replay an entire game and catch all of the plays in just 45 seconds with condensed games. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. And it'll never stop once it starts this Sunday. You'll see the real deal. This is Tony Wiggins with your Jacksonville Jaguars report here on Locked on Jaguars. Come this Sunday, man, it's going to be all about football. And one of the big reasons this thing's going to either go good or bad is going to be because of Josh Allen, the Jacksonville Jaguars star defensive end. And he spoke and was asked what it's going to take for the Jaguars to be successful this Sunday. Just to be able to just be aggressive up front and just to be able to stop the run. Uh, so aggressive defense that's, uh, you know, that can rush the passer, stop the run, and just make plays in the back end. Uh, that's what great defenses is all about. And, you know, we try, we're going to try to pride ourselves on being one of those best. Uh, last year was last year. We can't never go back on that. Uh, but just learn from our mistakes and move forward. And uh, I'm excited, to you know, about what this defense can uh, possess. And uh, we're just looking forward to playing this Sunday. Courtesy of Jaguars.com. Remember, for all of your Jacksonville Jaguars news, you can follow this daily podcast every single day here on Lockdown Jaguars, which you can find and subscribe to every single day on Google Podcasts. It is going to be very, very exciting. Last night, the NFL definitely got started with a little bit sort of a bang as um, Kansas City did what they everybody thought they were going to do. They got off to a pretty good, quick and fast start. Uh, once they, they went to a 7 nothing hole, but they got off to a pretty fast start and ended up running past Houston. Now, the proverbial overreaction, as you'll see early in the NFL, is to say Houston stinks. And the reason why I'm talking about Houston so much is because that's a divisional opponent. Don't get it twisted. You know, these teams haven't had a preseason, and Kansas City's pretty good. So, you know, just imagine if your team had to go into Arrowhead and play Kansas City. How would they look without any preseason? Or perhaps with some preseason, would they look that good? I mentioned Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen would probably feast on the Houston offensive line because the Houston offensive line does not look very good, especially on that left-hand side. So, uh, you know, Titus Howard struggled. And he, he'll probably struggle with Josh Allen too uh, because Josh Allen is just that beast of a player. He had some interesting comments, though, talking about how he's committed to Jacksonville, and I, and I applaud that. He's not the first guy to say that. A lot of guys that left here said that. Uh, and, and I hope for Josh – that he doesn't have to leave here the way other guys left here, angry and upset because they didn't get the contract that they thought that they deserved. Uh, Calais Campbell did not want to leave here. Paul Pazlesny didn't want to play anywhere else. 
but he knew that they weren't going to retain him, so he retired. Uh, you know, it's a business. So I hope Josh isn't being naive, and I hope that his enthusiasm is rewarded when it's time for him to be rewarded, uh, that he can continue to play here in Jacksonville. Not everyone who left Jacksonville wanted to leave here. Not everyone was in search of a big market. Not everyone who left here was selfish and had their own agenda, okay? There were a lot of guys who actually asked for contract extensions and were told no. Uh, you know, Mercedes Lewis wasn't selfish. So I hope the players that are here really start sending a message that instead of saying, you know, we're, we're, not, we're the anti-guys that left here, because, they, you know, they're starting to sound like the, the very people that, they, they play for and then they get paid by. I really hope the message starts to be from the players that are here that they need to start talking to the fans saying, look, we know why you're upset because you haven't won anything and we want to win. And we know the only way to win your hearts is to really to truly win your hearts. You know, you can, you can win their hearts by saying, I'm not like that guy all you want to. But you're going to be just like that guy if you bust out of here and you're 0-5 in five weeks. The, what, what those players need to truly do is to dedicate themselves to winning and say to those fans, look, none of this stuff matters and none of us talking about those guys that are gone or comparing ourselves to anyone else matters. We need to win football games and we're going to do the best we can to win football games for you. That's what the message needs to be. And if I was people in that building, that's what I would tell them, man, don't try to, don't, don't, don't try to be the anti anybody else. Win. If you want to be anti-somebody, just be anti-losing. That's what you need to do. Don't worry about all of that other stuff because all of that stuff lasts for one minute because the second you start losing, you're going to be treated just like those guys. All right, so we'll take a little quick review of this week's game and we'll do that uh, as we take a look around at the Jaguars and look at some of the prospects. I'm going to give you some reasons why I think the Jaguars can, can, can probably uh, – have some optimism and why you as a fan can have some optimism about this weekend's game without uh, feeling guilty about it. I'm going to try to give you some reasons to feel good about the team. Uh, and I'm not going to make it up, not going to make it up because I'm going to give you some pros and cons. I'm going to give you a reason to feel good and a reason to have some skepticism. But uh, we're just happy to football. Come this time Sunday now, this is less than 48 hours. Come this time Sunday you're going to be watching those guys run up and down the field, and I'll be in the, in the building also watching them myself. Uh, I got some club seats, so I'm going to be hanging out. We'll do that in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all of the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game, every week. It's all the action, all the football, all you can handle, all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass session replay episodes. Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, and Devontae Adams, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films archive. Go to NFL.com slash NFL Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or if you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. 
everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life really, really gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And you can make it even easier to try this amazing duo of tropicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer. They're offering all of our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONNFL for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. All right, we got more Locked On Jaguars for you on this great Friday as we head into uh, the first game week for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're talking about uh, the Jaguars and their prospects for opening day, and we're going to keep the excitement up. We're going to hope for the fans' sake that the team can turn it around. You guys know that I've been saying I just, you know, with with 16 rookies on the roster and the just – the recent history of the team under the current regime and the management just doesn't give me a whole lot of optimism. But I will tell you this, though. First, I'm going to give you a brief synopsis of why we got here before I tell you whether or not I think there's optimism that we can turn it around. And so there is optimism. So I'm going to tell you that while you're listening. So don't hang up. Don't say wig. You sound like a parrot just repeating the same thing all over again because that's not what I'm going to do. So the optimism for me is that, okay, let me let me tell you the story. All right, here's what happened. And you all know this, but I'm going to just give it to you real quick. We're not going to talk about Tom Coughlin. We're going to talk about before Tom Coughlin. Everyone gets mad and upset that Leonard Fournette was a power runner, okay? Leonard Fournette has probably been taught since he was a kid to avoid contact. That's like Shaquille O'Neal shooting jump shots. Dunk it. Go inside, use your size, and bang. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer used to crack jokes about Franco Harris shaking his shoulders. I don't, I don't know if you guys remember that, but he did. Cedric the Entertainer had jokes. He was, you know, he's like, Franco, you're too big to be shaking your shoulders. And I remember when I played football, if you were a small guy, you're supposed to bang on people. You're supposed to continue to lean on them. So I had someone who works in personnel tell me that Leonard was better in his 19th carry than he was in his 9th carry because that's what he is. All right. So that goes in conjunction with someone also telling me that one of the reasons the Jaguars got a power back in the very first place was because they had to protect themselves with Blake. They had to play defense, protect themselves with Blake because they knew Blake wasn't a great passer. So they had to control the football and they had to lean on the defense. All right. And they had to put people in the box to make sure that Blake had passing lanes and, and, and to create situations where Blake Bortles could use his legs and run the football. All right. So the power back went along with the whole concept of how they felt that they had to play because Blake Bortles was their quarterback. So what this means is they used Leonard Fournette to correct a mistake that they knew that they made. So they knew they made a mistake with Blake Bortles. So instead of admitting that mistake, they continued to try to build around it. So now all of a sudden, two years after Blake's gone, Leonard Fournette is the mistake that they had to get rid of when really the mistake was Blake Bortles. So you got me? You got me. So here's what happened over a period of time that made getting rid of that mistake easier. A few years back, Houston 
made the mistake of giving Brock Osweiler $17 million a year. After one year, they got rid of him, and they paid a second-round pick to trade him away to a team that was so hungry for picks that they bought Brock Osweiler's contract, and that was Cleveland, okay? They took Osweiler and a second and a, I think a second and a fifth in order to take the contract, and then they cut Osweiler. Somebody else picked Osweiler up, and when someone else picked up Osweiler, it may have been, I, I don't know who it was that, no, I, I, correction. It was, it was, I think Denver picked up Osweiler. And when Denver picked up Osweiler, half of the money that it got offset, so Cleveland didn't end up having to pay all the money or something like that. But in any event, that allowed Bill O'Brien to assume control of the team. And eventually Bill O'Brien pointed the finger at somebody else and said, I wasn't the one that signed him. Okay. Then that cleared the way for them to be available that when Deshaun Watson was there, they had a clear slate. They said, okay, we need a quarterback, right? So after that, you look back, Arizona traded up, traded up to go up and get Josh Rosen. After one year, they realized they made a mistake. They had the first overall pick. Steve Kine walked in there and told them, we made a mistake. We got to correct it right now. See, normally these are things that get you fired, but – since the you know, I think one thing allowed Kime to go in and say we can fix this. He didn't have anybody else to blame but himself. But he got a third round pick. He fixed it. Okay. The other thing that helps is you weren't giving rookies all of this money. All right. So now this kid that comes in, he, he last year for Arizona wins Rookie of the Year. Whether you think he deserves it or not, he won Rookie of the Year. Nick Foles signs his contract. Gardner Minshew plays well. The Jaguars can now say. That wasn't our fault. We need to, after one year, give him all of this money. He walks out of here with millions and millions of dollars of Shah Khan's money. We need to fix this. Those two previous examples, to me, you know, and the fact that we already made the mistake of sticking with a guy for five years when we shouldn't have and giving him an extension. Look, this is somebody else's fault. We didn't want him. Let's cut bait now, pay him the money. We got this other guy under contract and we're paying him almost next to nothing for the next four years or three or four years. We got all of this draft capital. Let's just cut bait. Let's do what Arizona did. Let's do what Houston did. The precedence has been set. The money's gone. We can't do anything about it. But let's not repeat the mistakes of the past and keep a guy just, you see, so once the precedence is set, because normally general managers in the past were fired when they made those mistakes. Look, the reason why we don't have Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes or even Lamar Jackson now is because we tried to correct a mistake by keeping the guy and justifying it. If we had done what they did and they did and they did, we wouldn't be in this mess, right? Okay? Even in Philly, they had Sam Bradford. They signed to all that money. They traded him. They traded him and they picked Carson Wentz. All right. So that's another one. That's another example of re realizing that you made a mistake and then it doesn't cost you your job. So there's there's all these examples of them being able to walk that stuff back and, and it worked for the other teams. You, you know, Houston, Houston said that, you know, you don't know if they're going to win anything, but at least they got Deshaun Watson and he's the second highest paid player in the league. You know, Kansas City's won a Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson's the MVP. 
Um, Phillies won a Super Bowl. You know, Arizona is on the uptick, and the kid won a rookie of the year, and, and everybody's picking them to do all of these good things. So if it's work for other people, we got to try something else. So here's the optimism. I told you I was going to get to it. Finally, finally, after all of this time, they realized that you got to cut bait when you realize you made mistakes, which is something they never, ever did. Dave Caldwell is not the same GM he was in 2013, 14, 15, and 16, and 17. He's not. That's my optimism for you. They finally get it. They finally said, you know what? We can't do this to try to sit here and continue to justify our draft choices. They finally get it. They finally did something. The only thing that I will tell you is this. They did it because they had examples, and they also did it because they had somebody else to blame other than themselves. They had Coughlin, and they had those examples of the other people that did it, and it worked. So now they have a reason to get out of their own way. All right? So now we're at the point where these guys can actually possibly pull this thing off. They might be able to pull this thing off. And if you poke your seatbelt and stick around, I'll tell you exactly how they might have a chance to do it here on Locked on Jaguars. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. By not being stubborn, even if it's by accident, you might have reason for the Jaguars... You might have a reason to be optimistic. Maybe they did look and learn from other people. And maybe we can be stubborn and we can be arrogant and say, why did it take that? Why do we have to suffer through seven or eight years? Why, why, why do we have to sit here while these dudes went to junior college, college, grad school? Why do we have to sit here? while they waited tables at night, while they paid their way through grad school? Why do we have to sit here and watch them go through eight years of grad school and do their internship while the very people they're competing against were already teaching classes? Why? If that's the case. If, if, if they've really, really learned, why do we have to go through all of this suffering? That's a great question. But the guy that owns the team was going through the same thing. He, was going, he didn't know anything about football. He was going through the same thing, too. So maybe that is where his patience comes from. Maybe the patience, maybe their patience comes from the fact that they were learning football. They were learning the NFL together. They were all in it together. Maybe they all made mistakes together. And maybe they feel like they've all grown together over the last eight years. And maybe they feel like they finally got it. And they'll show improvement this year. I will tell you this. If they win seven games, seven, 
with a tougher schedule and 16 rookies on this team with all of that draft capital, I'll be impressed. Not only will I be impressed, I would truly believe that this franchise is on its way. If they win seven games and they're really, really competitive and they're fighting and they're scrapping and they're playing for each other and they're playing together and they're responding and they're not letting anybody push them around on the field and they're a well-oiled, finely-tuned machine, I'll be pulling for them because they're going to be able to keep the staff together if they do that. I don't think Jay Gruden or Ben McAdoo is Ben McAdoo, if they do what I say, if they, if, 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 it, if they do everything I just described, Ben McAdoo will probably get an offense coordinator's job. But Jay Gruden will still be here. Todd Wash will still be here. They'll, keep, they'll have coaching continuity. Dave Caldwell will still be here because he would have been responsible for putting a team together of young kids that nobody thought. And – and seven games is almost like a Super Bowl to a team that everyone says is going to be one of the worst teams in the league that they've ever seen. For a team like that to win seven games and give all holy mighty hell to people every single week, to be a hard game, to have coaches go to press conferences and say, that's not a, that's not a team that's tanking. Or that's, that, that team is one of the best teams we've played all year. To have team, to have coaches, I'm gonna tell you something. If they win, if they go seven and nine, God, Lord forbid if they go nine and seven or ten and six. But if they go seven and nine, or they could even go six and ten, but if they're ultra competitive and if they fight and they scratch, and if they get in these ball games and they're going in the fourth quarter late, it'll be the way Frank Reich was his rookie year when the when the Colts were like winning eleven games in the fourth quarter, and people were saying, they're on their way. That's not a bad football team. That's not an easy that's that's not an easy game. And if you think you're just going to walk in there and just run over them, you got another thing coming. They'll be like the the Dolphins were at the end of last season when teams were like, "Okay, you go in there playing with them if you want to and see what happens." They'll dog walk you out of that out of that out of that that stadium. Play with them if you want to. Those are the types of compliments and those are the type of things you're probably looking for people to say about this team this year. And that's the optimism that you want. And that's what that's what you want this young team to be built on. That's the type of respect that you're looking for. And that's the identity that you want from this team. And once you get that identity, then you'll know the type of players that they're, that they're looking for. And then they'll know the type of players that they're looking for. And with the arsenal of picks that they have and with the salary cap that they have, it'll be very, very easy for them to go out and get the type of players that they want. And it'll be very easy for them to identify the type of players that they want to add to their program. So the optimism is is that this isn't the same old, same old, that they've learned their lesson by default, by accident. It doesn't matter how they got to this point. Your optimism is that it's different regardless of how it got here. And you look for that Sunday. Sunday you look for it. You're not going to get the answer all in one day. Give it a few weeks. And the only reason I'm telling you this is because I care about you. You know, y'all my people, man. Y'all the community. This is Duval County. Players come and go. Executives come and go. 
but the people that make the fabric of this city, they don't. You born here, you raised here, you live here, you grow here, you live and die with. A lot of y'all, you know, you might not remember. Man, I sold, I sold chairbacks at the old Gator Bowl. You feel me? I saw people walk in with towels so those tin bleachers wouldn't burn their butts when they were sitting there looking at the Jacksonville Bulls. I get it. I know what honey drippers are. You feel me? I know what steak in the sacks with, with seasoned fries and limeade is and curly cues. I, I know what that stuff is. I'm Duval to the bone gristle, and I get it. I want y'all to win, and I want you to feel good, and that's why I'm trying to tell you. Give it a few weeks, and let's see if this optimism is what it is. You can follow along on Spotify. You can subscribe on Apple and iTunes, and you can also check out all of our stuff. You can hear me and James Rapine on Wednesdays on uh, Locked On NFL. We do a national show. Also, uh, check out all of our stuff, man, all across the Locked On NFL podcast. We do a lot of stuff, man, and I'm going to keep telling you all this. Take care of each other. You know, we're trying to come through this stuff together. We do have football this weekend, so enjoy. Jacksonville will be the only place on Sunday to have fans in the stands. So please enjoy. Continue to be safe. And uh, just enjoy, man. Take care. Football is here. Uh, and thank you guys for sticking with us during, uh, during the off season and during this rough time. It was, um, it was really, really nice. Our numbers have been through the roof, and you guys have been – uh, sticking with us and uh, we really really appreciate you uh, being with us and, and allowing us to to be there for you and you allowing us to provide for our family so thank you for that here at Locked On Podcast and Locked On Jaguars we'll see you, you guys have a very very nice weekend if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.